to the What's Really Good podcast. This is Ronnie. That's 420. Yo, we gonna get it in with the H with the What's Really Good podcast today. It's a lot of things that's been going on lately. And uh we have to get on here and touch on it, man. Um sad time in America. It's been a sad time. Uh things a lot of things have been going on with uh in the streets with African Americans getting killed and we're here to discuss today with Caleb and my man Yajaketi. What's up, y'all? What's the deal? What's the deal, buddy? How you living? How y'all been? How y'all been? What's going Good on? Good to be back. What's the deal, y'all? What's going on? Good to be back, man. It's been a minute, man. Man, Yachiketi, what's going on, fam? Uh, I guess he stepped out. I don't see him in the frame. Oh, my man stepped out. It's all good. He'll be back. So, man, I mean, we we gonna get right into it, man. It's it's Jacob, man. I seen the video, man, and I was just really disgusted because no matter what anyone says, I don't know anyone that needs to be shot in the back seven times. Obviously you're in retreat mode or there's nothing happening where, where your life isn't there. They can say, I heard, you know, of course people are starting to say things like, like of nature of he was reaching for a knife and all these other things. But my thing is if you have your back turned to the police, why can't you just be reprimanded? Why can't you just be arrested? Why can't you just be, you know, subdued? Why do you have to be shot in the back seven times? Do you see that? what do you think about that? Man, I, I thought it was utterly ridiculous. It, it, it seemed like the cop didn't even really make a real attempt to even subdue him. And then the moment that he got the car on, he half-heartedly grabbed him and then just shot him seven times directly in the back, like, with no regard. Like, that's a complete disregard for life. Like, they they do not care about us. And it's obvious, like, it, there's no way that you can can cut that and say that that they don't have an agenda. It's clear. It's clear that yeah, the cops it. in America. It's uh. It's clear cut. Have an agenda, mm-hmm. and they have something. Us. It's clear. It's clear today. Doctor did you see the Jacob shooting? Um. Man, I think so. I've I've been watching so many of it. I'm losing track. It's that's true because uh, one of my childhood friends who played Pop Warner football, Anthony McLean in Pasadena, he was killed by the police a little over two weeks ago, mm-hmm. and and the video came out and they said that he ran and he pulled a a gun from his waistline, but. My whole argument with that was they show body cam footage, but the body cam footage wasn't the body cam of the cop that was the shooter. It was the body cam of the other cop. So then you don't get a clear a clear view of what's going on between the cop that shot him and what, what happened with Anthony. So when they say he pulled a gun and dropped it from his waistline, if you if that's so, show the body cam footage from the shooter and it will clearly show him pulling out the gun from his waistline. Why are you going to give us the other body cam footage? And then as soon as as, as they showed Anthony getting shot, the, the other cops started to cover his, his body cam with his hands, clearly trying to cover up any footage that could be captured afterwards. So it, it's clearly just ridiculous, the things that the, – the rhetoric that they, they, they pushed forward and then try to act like nothing's wrong. Like, how can you act like you guys aren't killing us and, and it's just cool to keep doing it? Hey, I'm just saying. With George Floyd, you know, he had people yeah. watch with George Floyd, people were watching him and he didn't give a fuck. That was the thing that got me. He had pedestrians and other people watching and he didn't care he sat sat there with his knee on his neck for nine minutes so at this point it's blatantly obvious these niggas don't care 
they don't care who watching. They don't care if it's a body cam. They don't care what's going on. The object is to kill black anytime you get. And anyone that denies that now is just blind. They need to really open their eyes and smell the coffee because it's, it's blatantly obvious now. There we go. My bad, man. There you go. So, uh, I'm like, man, what's up with my sound? But yeah, so, man, it's it's animals get it better than what we get, man. It's, it's just kind of crazy. Like animals are getting treated with more respect than what what black people are getting, and it's just mm -hmm. one after another after another after another to the point where you are going to get to the point where it's just. You're going to be outraged. Like, what else are you going to do? Like, you you don't care. You're like, I, I don't know, man. It's just getting too ridiculous. For me, it, it's, it's heightening the danger, if anything, because now, as a black man, you feel like you have to have a gun. Mm. And if I don't have a gun on me now, I feel like I, I can't protect myself because these the cops are using lethal force. And what am I supposed to do to protect myself against the law that's using lethal force against me unwarranted? How am I supposed to protect myself? I got like Jacob Blake. He had his three kids in the car. How is he supposed to protect his children without a weapon on him during these times? Like right, how are you? It's like I uh, I made a how are it, was, well, it wasn't a, a joke or anything I'm, I was making on my uh, on my Instagram, but I was walking around in my neighborhood and I posted a little thing that said, uh, "Hey, you want to know what um, privilege privilege looks like? If you don't have to walk around in your own neighborhood with your license." And your insurance card to identify that you live in the neighborhood, you got privilege. And mm -hmm. um, you know, like I've been I've been walking this whole week, man. And every time I walk, it's not even a, a regular walk because I got to walk in and then I gotta go walk in and just keep looking back. And it's like, why do I got to keep looking back? And then the other day, you know, a cop was just probably going to work or whatever the case may be. But I pulled out and I looked and I was like, oh, shoot, it's going down. Like, that is our mindset that we have when when just a cop is probably going to work or whatever the case may be. But that is the mindset of because that is what's going on. That is what is shown on TV. And, it's, and it, it, it reminds me of like, like gladiator or something like that. Like, hey, who's killing a black person today? And let's put it on TV. And like it's like it's the new entertainment. It's the new entertainment. What what the problem is, is that the system isn't locking away the cops that commit these crimes. So if they're not viewed as crimes, then how can the system systematically say that anything is wrong. Exactly. So until some laws are put in place to, to govern the police, then the police are going to continue to do this and nothing's going to happen. If, if So the, the laws don't need to be, as far as the community-wise, really be changed. I feel like the laws that govern police need to be changed. We need to rethink what the police can do and and why they can do it because we can't justify what's going on it's just not happening i mean the police need to be policed police need to be policed man i mean the police need to be policed man i mean it's people keep saying it's a good cop bad cop thing or you know, all cops ain't bad, or all this other, all these other different opinions about what's going on. But the, the truth is about the situation: this shit is systemic, man. This shit is systemic. It's not 
uh, oh, there's good cops or there's one bad apple. No, no, there's nothing being done about this. So you can't call this just a case of a, a bad cop. There's nothing being done, done at the top. So how is this just a bad cop? This is a bad system. This is a bad, this is, this is bad, a bad pol a police system all the way around. You can't just call it one thing. So I get a little irritated when I hear that whole good cop or oh, not all cops are bad. There is nothing being done about this shit. So that means that the whole system is bad. Silence is betrayal. That was what Martin, Martin said. Silence is betrayal and nothing is being, when is the last time you guys seen a precinct where cops boycotted and said, okay, we ain't going back to work until y'all stop this bullshit. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I know people got to feed their families and all this other, I get all that. But if you want, really want true change, something, a big splash has to be made, man. It can, we can't just keep doing all this talking and, oh, it's only a couple bad cops. No, the system is bad because these guys are getting off clean for murder. I think that that's what people don't understand because we're not talking about the cops. We're talking about the system that allows the cops to do what they're doing. Exactly. That's what black people's problem is. We don't, we're not talking about the cops specifically. We don't know them personally to even attack them personal on a personal level. We're talking about the system that allows the cops to do what they're doing and get away with it. Why exactly. is the system allowing them the power to go out and kill black men and still get their retirement, their pension early? Exactly. And that's the whole point when people don't realize they always want to be like, like we talked about yesterday, the whole quote unquote black on black crime. First of all, there is no black on black crime. It's just crime. Like you mm -hmm. kill, you, you do commit crimes of who you're around. That's the thing, though. When you see a dude in the hood and he smoke another dude, you know he's getting locked up. He's not getting away with that. You saw Eric Holder. You know, Eric Holder was found within two hours, two or three hours of killing Nipsey. He was found and arrested. He didn't get away with that, and he's still going through the court process. The difference is the cops, they ain't even going through trial. They're getting day vacations. How does nobody have a problem with that? I don't understand it. I just don't get it. They keep their, they, they keep their health care. They keep their insurance policies. So you're not out there working the nine to five. That's the only the only part. You you lose the badge in the uniform, but right. you don't you you don't lose the affiliation, you don't lose the benefits, you don't lose the retirement. Right. And the last that's time a reward. I that's a reward to me. If I get to retire early and keep all my benefits and not have to put my life in danger every day by putting on the badge in the uniform. I've been rewarded. That's exactly what we're saying. It's a reward. <laughs> I mean, look at hey, it. Hey, I, I, man, um, what is it? Last, last month, my, my store closed down. You know what I mean? Yeah. So my, my store closed down. I'm no longer got a job. Right. Um, right. I don't got no medical benefits. Right. <laughs> Wait, what? You know, you know? I ain't killed nobody. I ain't kill nobody. I'm on I'm on my Instagram encouraging people. And wait, I, I gotta go unemployment and I don't got no medical medical benefits for my wife and my kids. Right. But you can go out and put your neck on somebody and still get your pension. Right. And the system with how the system works is even if that person doesn't get the pension, like like I heard that he divorced, his wife is getting a divorce from, I'm talking about the um, um, Floyd guy, I want, but his wife is getting a divorce from him, not because she doesn't want to be associated with what he did. I heard that if she gets a divorce from him, then she gets to claim the pension. Exactly. That's exactly mm -hmm. what's happening. She gets, it's, a, it's a ploy to protect their assets. assets. What? Like Wait, come on, like, why like, is the I'm pension still even available? <laughs> I'm over here struggling, paying tax player, store closed down, and I got to find another job and get medical. Why you go kill a man, choke a man out, kill another black person, shoot him in the back, and you walk away with your pension. 
and your family walk away with your pension as well. If you do the crime, I, I thought you do the time. Like, come on now. Not when you white in America and you wear a badge. I mean, it's proven. People could say that's reverse mm -hmm. racism or you being crazy or you're a conspiracy theorist, but let's go down the line and, and, and look at what have taken place just in the last five years ever since Trayvon Martin. Now, although George Zimmerman was not a cop, you know, he was a white man. And he, you know, he was a white man that murdered a child. And I can't believe that people in America were saying that was justified. Like, how do you say that's justified? I don't, whew, I get so riled up when it comes to this. I just don't understand stupid people. I don't stand in ignorance. And people, people need to see, man, these, these people, these guys are getting murder tamir rice was shot within two seconds of the cops pulling up after hearing that it was possibly a t uh, not possibly that after the caller said it was a toy gun they couldn't pull up on this 12 year old and try to de-escalate something that wasn't there they pulled up within two seconds and opened fire on this 12 year old and people say it was justified i know a lot of white people who i thought were friends of mine that say it was justified I was like, man, get the fuck out of here. No. Hey, it goes back to what you said, though, bro. Uh, when you're saying, you know, people will say about cops, um, there's good cops and there's bad cops. Yeah, that's true. But there's also bad black people and not bad black people. So when you pull up on the scene, you're automatic you, you automatically thinking, oh, black. He, he's gonna be violent, right? Like, that's that's not the fact. If if you're gonna go with that scenario of well, not all th these aren't every cop that's doing it. Okay, you're right, but it's not every black person that is trying to rob you when you walking by. Not every black person is trying to uh, do something to you. You know, so it, it I don't know. Like how y'all saying, man? It, it's, it's how they think, bro. It's how I had a conversation with, with an older white guy. He wasn't even, he was older than me, probably like mid forties. And uh, I was in Vegas and I had a conversation with him and it was a cool conversation. We were talking about this uncomfortable shit. He was like, man, people don't like talking about this, but I'll admit to you, if I see two or three black guys come into a liquor store and they're a, a pinch towards being loud, I'm alarmed. He said, I look at him and I start acting funny. And I asked him, I'm like, why? He was like, because that's intimidating. I said, just because they're loud. He was like, you don't do it, bro. You don't see a white guy like myself with a beard and you don't get alarmed. I said, no, I'm not afraid of white people. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's, it's a disconnect there because some of them are actually just afraid of black people. They're afraid. They watch too much TV. They watch too much BET and Men's Society and movies like that and think we all out there trying to do stupid shit. But it's like, that's just ignorant, man. It's ignorance. Pure Man, humor. it's not even it's not even TV. You just turn on the news and it's just giving us a bad name. They just right. like all, all and it was um I was talking to um <laughs> I was talking to this to this lady and she's white and she was saying that um I forget what the conversation was about, but she was pretty much she pretty much says she understands because she grew up around black people. Mm. Mm. And I kind of sort of, I kind of sort of went in on her a little bit. I was like, just because you grew up around black people doesn't mean you understand exactly what a black person is going through. Just because I, I you got one token black friend doesn't mean that you're not racist. Just because your neighbor across the street is black, don't mean that that you're not racist. And she was like, well, I'm not because I, I hang out with black people. I don't got a, a problem with black people or anything like that. And I was like, oh, OK, well, but I was like, this is like me saying I understand where you coming from because you're a woman. I would never truly understand because I'm not a woman. I'm right. a man. And if you have you all been watching ESPN, because if you if you look at uh, the, these reporters and journalists, that, that always talk about championship pedigree and that you don't know how to win a championship until you've been in a championship. But then they could turn around and sit and, and say that they understand the black 
plight in the, in the black, uh, uh, they understand because they've been around black players and, and black people. But that's crazy to me how you can sit here on one coin and say you can't, if you've never been in a championship, then you will know how to win. But then you can turn around and say you understand being black when you've never been black. You know what I'm saying? Like the exactly. contradictions that they, that they spew, especially in in the in the mainstream media, is crazy. Like the the whole thing with LeBron James and Drew Brees, the same reporter that told LeBron to to shut up and dribble, is the same one that when Drew Brees was out of pocket when he was defending the national anthem and the flag. This is the same reporter that said, "Oh well, he he has a voice." And he should be able to voice his opinion. So the white athlete should could be able to voice his opinion, but the black athlete has to shut up and dribble. And this is mm. how the media does us. You know what I'm saying? It's as clear as day. Uh, we talked about this yesterday on the IMG radio, and, and I, I brought up this quote from Michael, Malcolm X. He said, I do not expect white media to paint a positive picture of, of black males. And that's just a reality. This is something that we have to take control of. And this is the reason why I created the platform that I did is because we can't sit back and expect a, a white media to take a man that looks like me and paint him in a positive picture. Facts, They're going to take a man and look like me. They're going to look at the jewelry. They're going to look at the chains. They're going to look at the, the hair. And they're going to be like, oh, man, he's a thug. He's a gangster. So, no, yep. I got to show you no, nigga. Just I'm because not. I look like this, just because I'm rocking gold and this is what I doesn't mean that I'm not a positive member of society and that I don't add value to this society that we are here in America. Right. And it's, I, know, I, I was watching you guys this thing uh, yesterday and I believe you said it, uh, Ronnie, of the reason why it was OK for Drew Brees to do it and why LeBron James can't do it is based upon. Based upon Drew Brees saying it, he's giving power to the flag, which represents the white culture. So he's powering the white culture. LeBron James saying something about it. What is he empowering? He's empowering the black culture. And for some reason, like how you said yesterday, Ronnie, for some reason, white America is like 67%. And... You 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 hit it yesterday and say we only like twelve percent, mm -hmm. but they scared of that twelve percent. Scared of it. They don't right. want the twelve percent to come together. So right. anything, LeBron James, shut up! Don't say that. Right. Don't empower these people. Right. Hey, what y'all mean? Y'all ain't gonna play basketball. Like, right. get out there and play basketball. Like, don't say nothing. We right. you we're here for like. We're here. Our skin color is here for entertainment, whether it's entertainment of us getting killed, us entertaining in the music, us entertaining in films, us entertaining in, in, in sports. That's what we're here for. Hey, listen, we let you in. We let y'all little 12 percent in. Just be happy that we allow you guys to live among us. Just shut up and just live among us. Don't 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 go outside that box. That's always been the mentality, though, bro, because back in the day when, when slavery was still alive, a lot of people don't know that black men were put against each other to fight to the death. And that was for their entertainment. They got off on that. They betted on it. They watched these black men damn near kill each other. And the loser has to die. So someone has to die. You have to kill a person and the winner lives a fight. This shit was really happening. That was entertainment back then. And we weren't getting paid for it. So it's the same thing now. They love our entertainment. 90% of the NBA stars are black. Probably more than that. 90% of the NFL stars outside of the quarterback in the kicker position are black. Let's be real. I mean, in NFL, baseball, a lot of Dominicans and a lot of African Americans. We, we, we dominate the entertainment world. And that, that that's, that's just being real they love our entertainment, but they don't love us. And that kind of segues into the next topic, talking about LeBron James and the way that, you know, they told him to shut up and dribble. Sports are canceling games. They're canceling games and the playoffs were kind of the Bucks started it off because it was in Wisconsin and the rest of the league follows. 
My thing is, okay, we're canceling games. I was one of the ones, if everybody remember, that said when it first started, the NBA should not resume. We are still going through shit. The George Floyd thing happened. I was saying in the beginning, the NBA should not resume. And I was saying that the NBA should resume so that they can exercise their power to not play and, and, and do exactly what they did last night. So this was the reason why I said they should resume because then they can actually exercise the power versus deciding not to go into the scenario and not even receiving the power to be to, to exercise. And that's well, one thing that we that we say if we end the season, then all these lower tier players lose their voice, they lose their platform. Then then the 10 superstars that's in the playoffs right now are it becomes a platform for from a hundred players to ten players if we don't resume the, the NBA season. But so you know well, for me though, for me though, when they did that, it actually confused me. Uh it, it confused me to the point of there was lives being killed before the NBA season started or restarted, right? Mm -hmm. And you didn't exercise to – you didn't decide to go, we're not playing. We're going to play. So those – it kind of sort of, to me, it kind of sort of messes up. What about those other folks? What about about George Floyd and, and stuff like that? Because you didn't decide not to play then. You guys decided to play. So now that you decided to play and you're playing and then, you know, it's it's continuing, we still dying, and now you're not playing anymore? It just confused so, me. I was like, so, man, so, like, so, like so, if you're going to play, play. If you're not going to play, then call it a season and leave it alone and nobody plays. Because so, what so. ends up happening, let's say they do in the season, right? Nobody plays anymore. You know, yeah. at the end, it kind of sucks for – it kind of sucks for, okay, what was the point of restarting the season? What did uh, Dame Leonard say? He was like, man, I don't even want to play this season. That's what he said in the beginning. Right. And then if everybody boycotts and nobody plays anymore, guess what? Dame Dame got injured for nothing? What did right. he get injured for? He hurt his knee in the game playing when he was like, you know what? I don't even want to play in this season in the first place. Right. And that, so that's it just confuses me. I'm just, that, I'm that's, the, that's the thing right there, man. I understand er, everyone saying that the players have a platform in the bubble and they're able to talk. But how Jay-Z said we were past kneeling, which was dumb of him to say, but we're past talking. What is everyone talking going to do? That's not going to do shit. Avery Bradley, LeBron, they're them talking about it after the game. Well, we got to do this and we got to do that. That We've been talking about this shit for years. We got to act. And that's why I said the NBA season does not need to resume because a whole bunch of white people are going to be missing a whole bunch of bread. And white people, you already know, the ones at the top, they love their money. If we hit them where it hurts, no NBA season, you missing money, you missing revenue, you missing all this, they going to have to take action because if the NBA did it, the MLB was going to follow, the NFL, all the freaking entertainment uh, industries were going to follow. And, so and, and to piggyback off that, Mm-hmm. And to piggyback off that, these these are contracts. So if, senders, if if services aren't rendered by the NBA or these leagues, then their contracts are null and void. So the people that they the advertisers, they're gonna be in some in a, in a deep shithole, <laughs> to say the least. A deep shithole. These contracts are go null and void because they don't render these services. You think and they, they going to be out there with us then? And, and, and they signed multi-year deals with these advertisers. These are 10-year deals. Right. Eight-year deals. You're, you're three years into a 10-year deal, and your contract goes null and void. You're going to have to pay three years of the deal, plus the seven years of damages that is going to put them in a, in a hole that they can't get out of. Exactly, and that's where we need to hit them. That's where we need to go. I mean, we need to make it uncomfortable for them. You think they're going to come right with us then? Now that money is fucked up, they're going for surely going to do like, no, nah, we got to get this money back. But if we just keep talking about this shit, after the other day, Chris Paul, I watched the game on Saturday, 
against Houston, which was a, a great game. Chris Paul did his thing, and they interviewed him after, and he looked so bothered, and he just was talking about, yeah, you know, the stuff that's going on, but we won. It's like you just said something for 10 seconds of concern, and you going back to focusing on the game. What is that going to do? I'm tired of all this. Oh, they need a platform to speak up. Jeannie Buss released a tweet. So who gives a fuck about that tweet? What are we going to do? That tweet ain't going to do shit. They don't care about hearing our voices. We've been screaming Black Lives Matter. We've been screaming stop killing us. We've been screaming for equality for years. And what the fuck has happened? What has changed? Nothing. It's time to act. So these players, I, these players, they said the Lakers and the Clippers are the only teams to, to vote on canceling the season, which I was proud to hear because, you know, mm-hmm. I like players on both teams. But the rest those of the are teams, all. Those are the only two teams that had a chance at winning this winning championship, championship anyway. Right. So if these two teams that are going to clearly be the champions don't want to play, then the rest of y'all niggas need to go home. Bye. Y'all need to go home. Bye. Y'all need to go home. Like, championship don't matter. Because you know, you know why they some aren't doing it? Because at the end of the day, not everybody is with the whole – Black lives, you know, even yeah, among true. the players, Facts. all they're worried about is their bag, Facts. you know. And so, with them worrying about their back, hey, listen, I don't have to worry about man. I'm a, I'm in the NBA, you know what I'm saying? I got money, I got the money, so therefore, you know what I'm saying? I can, you know, I ain't. It's not hitting them, and it's like when I told, uh, when I tell people, it needs to go from having empathy to having. No, it needs to go from sympathy to empathy. Mm-hmm. And that empathy is where when that kicks in, then you operate different. Like how right. you were saying, I, I like how you said about um, the police. Why aren't the police boycotting? Same thing. Don't come out, Genie Bus. I'm not a Laker fan, so I can get into this. Uh, don't, come <laughs> out, uh, don't come out, Genie Bus, and say, we. We we uh, support the players and everything. You genie bus. How about you come out and say, "Yo, y'all ain't playing." Thank you. Exactly. How about the owners come out and say, "No, we we ain't playing." No, you right. y'all ain't playing. I don't care. I don't care. This season is like ain't nobody really gonna count this season championship anyway because it was in a bubble and like like nobody gonna count the twenty twenty season. So therefore, um, let's let's just cancel it off. Hey, Giannis. You wanted to sit out? Let's really sit out. Like, Let's do it. Like, like I'm, I'm really with you, Giannis. I'm, 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 I'm really with you, LeBron. I'm right. really with you. I'm really with you, uh, Carmelo. I don't know whoever is still in the bubble. I'm really right. with these black players. We're, I'm taking my team out. Right, that part. But That's you a ain't going to see that because it's hurting the bag. Money. Some yeah. players aren't going to sit out because they getting money off of this. So like. To me, in a way, too, I once I started watching the season again, I kind of started watching basketball to be an uh, escape, to escape what's going on in the world around me. And it kind of sort of bothered me when they were using the platform and, and saying Black Lives Matter and everything like that. Because in the back of my head, I was like, you should have been doing it. Why do you got to wait to the NBA season and you're in front of a camera? Get from the front of the camera. You should have been LeBron James, whatever his tweet was, something like F this and I don't know what it was. Something yeah. like that. You should have been tweeted that like when George got Right. Like, why do you have to wait? Well, this is going to help bring up. Like, no, it's not like, like, I don't know, man. People keep talking about bringing awareness. Like, fuck awareness. We all are aware this shit is happening. We don't need to bring uh, uh, more awareness. The world has been awoken. You are aware. Mm-hmm. You got to be under a rock somewhere. And uh, they had riots in Europe and Britain and, and, and all over the world after George Floyd. So the, wo- the world is aware. Thank These you. Videos hey, have, tell me. Tell there, me. Maybe y'all can help me out. It's hundreds of videos. Go ahead and y'all look can- them up. Maybe y'all can help me out. Tell me how posting Black Lives Matter on an NBA court helps out anything. Exactly. Brandon, 
branding. That's it. Because then, because then it. Look, I'm gonna tell you exactly what it does. It raises those donations towards Black Lives Matter, and then Black Lives Matter then takes that money, and then they funnel it in to the Democratic Party, and then the Democratic Party, the GOP, uses that to to fund their their, their candidates to to put in power who they want in power. And so uh, my other question is, maybe you guys know, I don't, I don't really know. Um, I heard the owner of Black Lives Matter is a white dude. George Soros. He's not uh, the owner. Black Lives Matter started it's off as an organization. It was two females. Black they female. wouldn't, they, they would have rallies and they would catch flack because they wouldn't allow white people or, uh, or other denominations to be at a Black Lives Matter rally. So okay. that's why Black Lives Matter had took off as a as an uh a viewpoint is because it was the first organization that come out and say no, blacks only. Hmm. But then once they started to take the money from George Soros and the Hillary Clinton Foundation and the Democrats, then now you you're in debt to them. That's that's how politicians get you. They give you the money and now you're in bed to them. If you remember the scene in Power, Power, he was finna lose his uh his nightclub, so he went to Simon Stern, and he he said, "Hey Simon, you you got no oh, let me," and then Simon ended up taking his nightclub, right? Because that's exactly. the game that you once you get in bed with these type of people, if you don't know the game, if you don't know the system, that's how they play you out. They're gonna swallow you. Whole. Exactly, so with that, you know? so so with that, that's why. They won't cancel the NBA season because, hey, yo, whoa, 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 LeBron James, if you cancel this NBA season, Black Lives Matter don't get paid. And we don't get paid. Democrats don't get paid. You messing with our bag. So y'all going to resume, you know, going back to you black uh-huh. people are our entertainment. You yeah. are our entertainment. So um, in the words of, uh, of that reporter, shut up. Dribble the ball and do what you got to do. You can take a couple days, but this season ain't done. Right. We still need our bag. Right. It's all about the money. It's all about the money. And that's why I believe just the, I mean, they're not going to cancel the season. I mean, canceling the game ain't shit. They cancel no. a, a day of games and they're going to reschedule the games. Like, what is that going to do? Y'all need to not hurt? play at all. What does that do when you just postpone a game? When I heard the word postpone, I immediately was turned off. I was like, this is bullshit. Y'all may as well play. Because you're going to play any fucking way. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm just, I'm, next week it, or a week, two weeks from now, if you can resume, then it don't mean nothing. Right. Then you're going to go, then you're going to go back and you're going to walk through the tunnel with your black lives shirt on. Or your hat, <laughs> you're going to talk to the reporters and be like, you know, this is just wrong. What's going on? Well, how about you don't play? Well, Thank you. this is wrong. That how about you? How about you sit out so then uh, the owner doesn't get their money? Well, right. This is just, oh, wait, it hurts your pockets too, Mister LeBron James. It hurts your pocket too, you know, Avery Bradley. Like, like that made me think about Trevor Ariza. Like, y'all sitting out a game. Trevor Ariza been sitting out the season. I, I, I get what you're saying, but that that's a, a heavy burden to be putting on LeBron James because we all know this out this of, fall, if LeBron James sits out the rest of the season, everybody this, does exactly. Everybody. So if LeBron makes that decision and it ends up being a negative decision for the players, then LeBron James is going to be the one that catch all the flack for the players making the decision that they made. So I don't feel sorry too, for that. I'm not saying that it doesn't. I'm not. I'm not saying, but I'm saying that's a tall order for you to expect. You can't really have that expectation of Why LeBron can't James. We? Why can't we? Because we had, we had. So then, like so then, make that sacrifice. We had Martin. Luther but King he was a it. he was a freedom leader. These guys took these positions and said, "Hey, I'm going to lead my people." LeBron James said, "I'm going to play basketball." He has the he ability to do it, though. At some point, you yes, got to think about because something other than the, yourself. Like, so you he needs to sacrifice so everything he, he does he gonna make as a basketball like player to, to, to put himself on, uh, as an activist. His basketball career is solidified. If, I, if They already say he, he – he, they already call him the GOAT. 
what else do you need to prove in basketball? Like at some point, am I, life am gotta I, be bigger than the game. Like you I, can't worry I, about. I, the I think life. I, I think you're bigger. identifying a problem is that the lack of leaders in the black community has us putting all this pressure on a player like LeBron James to be Malcolm X. No, 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 no. He put the the when when he resumed the season, he put that pressure on himself. When they resume the season, what is the point of you resuming the season? To but they, use t- but, but they took a vote. To- they took a player vote, and over over eighty percent of the players voted to play. But if you have the so top, so it wasn't players, like it, LeBron it, James it, made the decision. It, it's LeBron not James LeBron, made no. a vote. And, and they LeBron. voted for it. So you can't say LeBron made the decision to return well, LeBron, to the NBA. LeBron, that's, you see, LeBron that's, James could have been like, yo, the Lakers, you can play, but I'm not. Right. Like, if, if Le, you, you got to realize when you're LeBron James, you're the face of the league. And, and I'm not just saying LeBron. I'm talking about all the top. Let's say the top 10 players. The top 10 most influential players, the top 10 players that everyone want to see, LeBron, James Harden, Anthony Davis, uh, if Steph Curry was healthy and KD, Kawhi Leonard, if it's all these players. guys said that they weren't playing no matter what, like, I don't care what y'all do, I'm not playing. Like, the, the rest of the league is going to follow. And you have to be – I'm sorry that you're – a lot of people don't ask to be in a position. Like, I'm sure when Martin Luther King was a kid, he wasn't thinking, I'm about to be this civil rights leader and that's my goal and my dream. Yeah. He was put in a position and he took it. At some point, if you have that platform, you got that power, you got the money, you're going to have to sacrifice. As you have kids, Dude, man. But, you got to sacrifice yourself. I, I, I get what you're saying, but, but but look back at history. Look at the baseball when they play with replacement players. Look at football when they play with replacement players. It's because of the same thing that I alluded to earlier. It's these contracts with these advertisers. I didn't guarantee when I signed the contract that LeBron was going to be out there for the Lakers. I guaranteed it was going to be a game. So I'm going to put something together, whether it's these D-League players, whether it's these European players. I'm going to have to do a, a, a some type of draft pool. I'm going to put some type of product out there before I let my contract go null and void with these advertisers. And ain't nobody they watching do, that shit. But if they do that, I guarantee you the NBA will do replacement players just like the MLB did, and They'll just like the NFL did, fail. they will. But look that. at history. Look at history. What happened right after MLB did it? Guess what? That was the players years caved. Ago. The, the, the players caved. The players caved. They signed the contract and they came back. What happened in the NFL? The players caved. The players caved. They signed the contract and they came back. So history says. That if in these scenarios the players cave and the, the owners win, so you, you're asking LeBron to initiate that. You're asking LeBron to initiate that. You can't. You can't put well, that on LeBron, LeBron James. Not just LeBron. Not just LeBron. All the top players. And that, the difference between basketball. I'm gonna tell you the difference between basketball, baseball, and football. Bas- baseball and football. We both know they're more team sports. One player is not gonna impact that much. You need in baseball. You need great pitching. You need great hitting. You need protection in the lineup. There's so many variables to baseball. Football. You need well, Tom Brady ain't shit without an offensive line. Tom Brady ain't shit without somebody to throw the ball to. You know, uh, Patrick Mahomes, you need a defense. Like one player. On the NBA, LeBron James, Kobe, all these type of guys, one player has a huge impact on the team. So if LeBron is off the Lakers, if the two top players on the Lakers, LeBron and Anthony Davis are not playing, the Lakers ain't shit. They're a lottery team. And don't nobody want to watch that shit. Nobody wants to watch that bullshit. You can't just go play, replace a LeBron James. You can't just go replace an Anthony Davis. You can't just go replace a Steph Curry. You can't replace a Damian Lillard. You can't replace James Hart. The NBA is different, man. you got to hey. have your star players. This is going to be a hey, product. Be, be, before I, the COVID. I, that's why they're the replacement players. We don't. Hey, but. before the COVID. They had um, ESPN had like high school basketball and stuff like that. Uh, how many how many times you watch high school basketball? Zero. And I love Why? basketball because it just wasn't. I wanted to watch the NBA. I wanted to watch LeBron James and Kawhi. How Leonard. many how many G how many G League games do we do we go Zero. and watch? Zero. We don't. Nobody's so watching that. LeBron bullshit. James and Anthony Davis and 
Paul George, well, Paul George has been playing garbage anyway, so he can stay. <laughs> uh, um, if 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 Kawhi, if all the big players sit out, then you put it. Yeah, you you fulfilling your contract, but you fulfilling it with G League players. I'm not watching it. You not watching it. And so what happens? You're still hitting them in their pocket. Okay, but, but but how are you hitting them in your pocket if you, you're not paying because you don't have the ratings salary? No the ratings if go you, down If I have to pay 60000 okay, but let but the savings from paying 60000 to Alex Caruso versus paying $120 million to Anthony Davis is going to level out. It's not going to hit them in their pocket the way you think. By not having to pay Anthony Davis and LeBron James, they already saved two hundred and fifty million that year. Hey, you're not going to lose two hundred and fifty million in advertising revenue. So you're already in the sure green, and you still you put sure out a, a, a product. I'm not. I'm, Are you sure I'm, about I'm, I'm pretty sure. Let's do that. Let's do that. I, I, I hey, guarantee you. Do the, money that you're gonna save, way more. the money that you're going to save in the contracts are going to even it out. The owners, uh, owners are not going to take that big of a loss. They're going to take a huge not, revenue. Is, not paying $300 million in contracts is going to save them a lot of the money that they would that they would so what lose. So you got you to gotta look at all angles, and that's what I, I want y'all. My, it might not be, to, but it's not going to be that James. big of a hit. That, it's not going to be that big LeBron of a financial James. hit. If they don't have to pay the game checks, if they don't have to pay the player salaries, then there's no way that you're going to be able to hit them in the pocketbook that deep. Talking about advertisers when they still put a product out there on the floor. And this is why they use replacement players because they understand that that they're going to save so much money on player salaries. Yeah, they're going to lose advertisement money. But as long as they put a product out there, they're not going to lose all of the advertising money and they're going to fulfill their contracts. You got to look they at the back, to, the back end. Is to, the back end is protected. The back end is protected. And this is why every four years they argue about <laughs> The, the, the player association in the league has to do a new contract because they're always trying to even out the field, and the field is never in. The, the, the owners are protected, and they're going to protect themselves My thing to LeBron James and all the players is this. It has nothing to do with the contract or anything like that. My thing to the players and way I look at it is you went – into the NBA, you restarted the NBA season to to be a voice. That's that's why you started. You restarted the NBA season for you to be a voice. You you just coming out saying Black Lives Matter, or you just speaking about Black Lives Matter or whatever, is not being a voice. You're doing the same thing that me and you were doing. You have a bigger platform than what we have. So how about you make a make a stand and really go, I'm not playing. I'm not being your show pony. You know, that makes that makes a difference. It's the same thing as I was a little confused with um, what was it, Kenny Smith, right? What was the point, Kenny? Like, I get it. You got up and you walked out of the TNT set. Well, yeah. Shaq, I didn't see Shaq and I didn't see uh um Charles Barkley there. They Charles. weren't there. It was just it was just you and um Ernie. and Craig, right? Or Craig. What was the point of you showing up just for you can make a statement and walk out? How about you cameras. just didn't go in the first place? Exactly. For the cameras. The show. That, and you're doing it from the cameras. LeBron James and them when they get up and be like Black Lives Matter, blah 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 blah. That's for the camera. Hey, that shows that you support. But how about you really show that you support? Shaq wasn't there. I was looking around like, oh, okay, I don't see Shaq. Oh, I don't see Barkley. That was a bigger impact than, you know, Kenny going, you know, I, I just can't be here. You know, that like, okay, I get it, Kenny. That was nice and all. Now you're going viral for it a little bit. But the bigger statement is going, man, Shaq didn't show up. Kenny didn't show up. Barkley didn't show up. Oh man, you left doing the interview by yourself. I mean, and now we're looking stupid because I think players not playing now. Everybody was talking shit about Kyrie and what he said. Everybody needs to apologize to Kyrie, just like Cap. Everybody want to be on their knees kneeling now. All of a sudden, and every, Kaepernick was getting trashed for that. 
and they he was still has Cap. not got a public apology from everybody. They was killing Cap. They was killing Cap. Killing now Cap. everyone. Everyone is on knees. Coaches. Stephen players. A. Smith was the main one killing Cap. Killing and, Cap. And I still don't respect him for that. I don't fuck with Stephen A. Man, I like his knowledge, but that type of shit right there. How you gonna kill Cap for that? And now you see everybody kneeling, and nobody just wanted to come out and admit they was wrong. And that's what oh. I was talking about uh, earlier about how they contradict themselves. They can sit here five minutes before and say championship pedigree, and then turn around and say, "I understand the black experience." Right. Wow, nigga, you ain't black. You ain't black. You don't understand the black experience. And another thing, they get it twisted for women. Women. White men, white women. Just because you like having sex with black people don't mean you ain't racist. You like that black thing. <laughs> you like how that black <laughs> thing feel. <laughs> either way, <laughs> you like you like that shit. I, the white dude I was talking to Vegas, he said some shit like me. Oh, I only fuck with black girls. And I told him, I was like, bro, that don't impress me. That tells me that you like black thing. You feel me? That don't mean you ain't no racist. So I don't hey. want to hear that shit. What did what did um the old Clipper uh, owner say? You can date them, you can sex them, but don't right. bring them to the don't games. bring them to the games. And that's 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 what it is. That's mentality. You could do all that. You you could you could be a freak with them in private, but when it comes to public, don't do that. Don't do that. And that's that segues into the next topic of uh I I read some disturbing things about uh Jacob. You know, uh, I, I read somebody posted something, stop supporting uh, a child molester or, or a child predator or something. And I haven't really done my research on this man. I, I'm not either. But why every time this happens, people always got to dig up someone's past or something that they've been through and make it relevant to why they got shot or make it make it seem like they deserve to get shot. Because of something that they allegedly done in the past. Now, I've read somebody else debunk it and say it wasn't true. But I don't even think it's relevant. What is the fuck does that got to do with this man being shot in the back seven times in front of his kid? What does that got to do with every time they... Trayvon Martin, they was like, oh, he's smoking weed. He was making lean. He went to go buy some stuff to make some lean. He was smoking weed. He was a thug. They always try to switch the narrative of what's really going on. And that shit is annoying. Did y'all hear about that? Yeah, I did. So when you look at when you look at today's media, because of, of blogs and, and vlogs and YouTube and content creators and podcasts like this, no no information really has to be vetted. So you get a lot of satire out there. And whether it's it's positive information, whether it's real information, whether it's actually facts, it, once it's out there in the airwaves. And, and people catch on to it, man. It can be seen as real. Like one of the most ridiculous things I remember going viral was when Blueface did the, the song with Cardi B. And they said that Blueface said her twerk wind smelled like something or something stupid. And it went viral like that was a real comment. Like Blueface really did that. And you know what I'm saying? It's just like satire is the popular form of, of, of news media now. And it's and it's a lot of blogs and sites and bloggers that that base their whole content off of uh, off of bias and, and off of non factual uh, reports. That's why memes is like the fastest way that fake news travels. You right. want to make something fake go make far, make it into a meme. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people get their news from memes, and then it either puts a bias on the news. Or it pushes out fake rhetoric that doesn't exist, and then you're sitting there believing that this actually happened. Right. Facts. Facts. It's crazy. <laughs> that's, that's facts about that, man. It's, it's the fake news traveling. And even if, I mean, let's just say the shit is uh -huh. real. You know what I'm saying? Like, even, even when George Floyd died, of course, his, his rap sheet came out, his criminal history, and a lot of stuff that he did in his past, and uh, from my understanding, he didn't have any of that happen for, I think he was clean of charges for like nine or 10 years. These are all things from the past. And I'm not excusing anybody from doing anything, but let's be real here. Ain't nobody fucking perfect down here on this earth. Ain't nobody mm -hmm. no damn saint. Everybody got a past. Now, some of us have done worse things than others, 
But in God's eyes, it's all the same. All no. sins are equal, according to God. I could tell a fat lie right now, and somebody else could go murder somebody, and in God's eyes, it's all the same. Yeah. Now, you know what I'm saying? And a lot of people aren't religious and don't believe in that stuff, but I'm just saying, like, what is a, a person's past and what they did has nothing to do with something that having a knee on your neck for nine minutes. No, that, that, that's not. He went through the system. He got in trouble for the things he did. He served his time, and that's it. You got these some of these crazy white people talking about George Floyd deserved that because he was a this and that and he robbed this and did that and did that. I'm like, you know what? That that shows you that 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 this history in America is not being taught because if you look at it, how America was built, America was built through slaughter, crime, and nasty shit. They were robbing, killing. And taking everything. This is how America was made. This is how America was built. This is how this country was built. You can't sit up here and and call somebody a criminal when this country was built off crime. So mm-hmm. you know it, it's it's hard to really see that type of stuff. Hey, um, what was it? I don't know the lady's name, but uh, she snuck her daughter, the the lady from Full House, or whatever. How oh she- yeah. She was uh, paying to get her kids in the college or something like yeah, that? Yeah, so she paid to get her kids in college, and she got to do, what, a couple months? Uh-huh. A couple months. First of all, she got to do a couple months, but nowhere in there, none of her past came up. Nothing. It was, Nothing. It was only focused in on, on what happened. That. Not anything else. Right. And, and But when it comes to us, you wanna you wanna you will bring back what we did in kindergarten. He stole this pencil when he was 10 years old, right. and and it's it's just ridiculous because <laughs> we're being judged at the end of the day. And like how you said, you don't gotta believe in the Bible and everything, but I know for a fact, you know, when when they were about to um they found the hooker and they were about to stone her, and Jesus walked by and they were no. like, yo. You know what the law is. So what should we do? Jesus like, uh, he without sin cast the, cast first, the stone. first stone. And who who picked up one? Nobody. Nobody. Everybody got a fucked up pass. Yeah, we all so you over here looking at shit. us, looking at us like we doing something. Right. Like our past, like we can't learn from our past. Right. You know, some right. things, some things are like, mm-hmm. like for reals, like, okay, that's your past. Like how you said, if he, if he did that, he did that. You know, it's not my job to judge him off of it. Right. I can go off of what I see in front of me. And what right. I see in front of me is a dead black man that did not go through the system. Right. George right. Floyd, he he is a dead black man that did not go through the, the system. system. Exactly. Why Indeed. don't we get to go through the justice, justice system? But you giving a white boy uh, a, a Burger King burger, right? You know. <laughs> and that, oh, did you guys see? Um, hold on. Did you guys? Did you guys see this? Uh, Kyle Rittenhouse. It's a seventeen-year-old white, white boy was shot, was shot. Three protesters killed two, yeah. and walked up to the police with the gun. Shot three people, killed two. Shot. I, I walked up to the police, and the police said. Is the people down and then drove right past them? Drove they right arrested past. them today. That's this happened. They arrested them this morning. This this happened three days ago. Right. He only got After arrested the video because of him. He said something about it. Exactly said, because the video went went viral. Right. But they walked right with a gun, with a gun in his hand. Imagine a black man having a fucking rifle walking towards the police. They're putting seventy fucking rounds in him. If like, we even stop. have a. We even have a, a a knife in our hand. We getting hit. We getting seventy rounds. They're blowing our life up. They walk right past. And then the the chief of police. I saw the interview. I can't believe exactly what he said. But he said something like he was controlling the riot or something, or he was subduing it. Like he gave, giving them props. Like he said this shit. I saw that. I can't remember where the fuck I seen that on. But he said some dumb shit like that. I'm like, I seen the 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 cops told him we're we're happy that you were here. And gave him some water. Yes. After shooting and killing two people. And people were still going to sit up here and try to deny this shit? No. The, the exact quote. 
I, I misspoke. Not we're happy. We appreciate you oh. being here. They showed him appreciation. Hey, did the protesters have any weapons? No. 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 Even if they did, that's not his job to get up there and kill people. He's a civilian. He's a civilian. So he's able to kill two people, and he only got arrested because of a viral video. Come on, wake up, America. Wake up. And that that segues. We got to get out of here, man. And I just just want to let everybody know enough. With the talking about social injustice, enough with this, man. Action has to be taken from all the way to the top, all the way to the bottom. Us, we got to do more. People at the top got to do more if we want to see some change. If not, let's just fuck it and keep on going. We're going to keep dropping. When your family member get hit, it's going to hit different. Everybody, it hit different when it's your family member. It's going to hit different. So you want to keep ignoring this? Go ahead. One thing that I think that we really need to do and all of us in our communities, sit, we need to sit down and we need to find who our state legislators are and get some bills written up within our community. We need to, uh, we need to not, not sit back and wait for, for the man to, to present some legislation to us. We need to understand how to write legislation and we need to write our own bills and we need to present these to the Supreme Court or the higher authority because if they... If, if black people come up with and write our own bill and they blatantly deny our own bill, then that's just, it, there's nothing more to say as far as us with white people in America. I agree. With we you. present them it. with legislation and they're not willing to accept our legislation or, or we've never presented legislation on civil rights. The civil rights movement was something the civil rights bill was presented to us. Right. So as black people, we can't sit here and really complain about civil rights movement because we accepted that bill. And now 60 years later, we're arguing for a new bill. So this new bill, we need to write it. So we need to get all the black legislators. We need to get all the black lawyers together. We need to sit here and we need to figure out we need to write our own bill as black people. We need to present it to the superior court. And if they yeah. deny our bill, if they're not willing to negotiate, with legislation that we push forward, then they're not willing to play ball with us at all. Well, you're you're right, Caleb. We should definitely try that. But I'm I'm a, I'm gonna let you know how I That's feel all about I got. that. It's you're right about that. We should try it. But I'm saying that I already know what the result of that. They're not willing to play ball with us. This this is the same. These are the same people that used to make our men fight each other and kill each other. They used to throw our babies up in the air and shoot them for fun. They used to starve us. These are the same motherfuckers that did all that. They hate us. So I, I'm with you. Let's try it. But I already know what the result going to be. They're going to turn that shit away. They're going to rip it up. Like, they don't They don't like I us, know. man. It's no but, secret. They hate but, us. But for, for, for black people to unify, it's always going to be some niggas that be like Terry Crews. It's right. always going to be the Terry Crews is on there. going to be like, wait, white people aren't so bad. White people. So if we present the legislation... And they deny it, then it's no tiptoeing no the line. It's clear as day. As black people, you can't sit there and say anything else. It's no, it's no rebuttal. It's no way to refute it. Right. So let's just shut them and up. That's my solution to it. Let's let's, let's put some it. legislation for it, and let's come together, write a bill, and if the Supreme Court denies it, if, if we get denied, if they're not going to. Uh, going to war with us, if they're not willing to accept our legislation, then we know as black people in America, this is the system. We either going to have to take it or we're going to have to do something about it. Facts. facts. I'm a Garvey. I'm, with- I, 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 I'm, I'm with Marcus Garvey. I'm, I'm with Akon right now. I believe that there, there's a whole country in Africa now we can go rebuild the it takes a million dollars to build a city, and they they blowing a million dollars on APs. Future right. talk about a hundred thousand for the cheapest watch, the cheapest ring on one finger. You know what I'm right. saying? But a hundred thousand could have built. You know what I'm saying? Three cities in Africa that could right. sustain itself. So right. we got a whole country, man. We need to go back. That you know what I'm saying? We, shout out to Ryan Coogler for for the Black Panther movie because that's that's what American African and African American needs to cease to exist. We need to realize that on this planet, there is a systemic 
uh, oppression of black people, period, whether you're in America or whether you're Af African. It's no matter what, if you're black in this world, we're all in the same boat and we need to get on the same page. And that's a fact. And I'd like to thank everybody for coming out, you know, joining us on the Politic and Forum. Check us on the Roku channel, the Politic and Roku channel. Check the Politic and Forum WordPress for our journal, for our articles and uh, journalism. Uh, check the HNS 420. We coming back with a podcast, a Politic and Podcast. Shout out to everybody. Shout out to to the world. Shout out to all the, all our black people, man. We got to come together. And uh, thank you guys for tuning in. And uh, have a good day, day, everybody. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, fellas. We back, yeah. baby. Yes, we sir. Back. <laughs> yeah.